You're listening to The Endless Party with your hosts, Megan Elijah Armstrong. Welcome back to The Endless Party. We are Welcome. so glad that you are joining us today. Welcome. So, what are we talking about, Meg? Today we're going to talk about something that I think is very important and pertinent to the time in which we live, and that is staying grounded in your beliefs and your convictions. Sweet. I feel like today, just in general, there is a ton of turmoil in you know our world and i feel like it's harder and harder for people to recognize the things that matter most and then being able to stay grounded in those things no matter what comes their way absolutely and what's interesting too is i think i mean i this is just my opinion of course but i just think that the more fame and success and accomplishment and worldly success that you experience, I think it's harder to stay grounded. I think it's easier to be grounded when you're already on the ground in the fact that you have nothing going for you. <laughs> Not in terms of like worldly success, you right. know? It's like, okay, if... You know, we you don't have a lot, you know, you know what well, I'm trying you're to not, say? You're not influenced as much, right? So... You don't really have the, like, well, the I luxury. Mean, <laughs> perfect example of this is anybody who gets into Hollywood. They start out as this young star who's just incredibly talented, who's yes. worked so hard to get where they are. And then all of a sudden you find them tatted up, overdosing sure. with issues, right? Yes. I mean, that's a very drastic that's example drastic. of what we're talking but about yes. today. But in, in short, that's, I think, what you're trying to get at yeah it is because i'm like i think at the end of the day people have very similar convictions they just manifest in different ways and so it's like how can you stay true to those convictions no matter what comes your way in life yeah you know well and i think they what's interesting is in my day-to-day life and the people that i've found that are grounded and aren't grounded mm-hmm. the ones who aren't usually put their I guess belief system or their foundation in something that is ever changing. Yes. That's just not stable. Right. For example, right, if if I were to put my foundation and my belief system onto somebody like I don't know. Let's think of just a phenomenal person in history, right? George Washington. George Washington. Phenomenal man, incredible. Yes. But he's still a man. Still gonna fail at times. He's still gonna yes. he's still gonna let you down in some way. Yes. Right? Because that that's who we are. It's human nature. Mm-hmm. Right? It's no different than putting our faith and belief system into somebody like Taylor Swift or like <laughs> Justin yeah. Bieber or somebody else, right? They they ultimately are gonna fall. Same with me and Meg. Like we're yes. ultimately gonna make mistakes because yes. that's who we are. We're human. Yes. But when you have a belief system in an idea, in principles, like loyalty and faith and belief, I mm-hmm. think that's when you have a start. But for us, all of those can revolve around one person who's perfect, mm-hmm. right? And I think everybody listening knows who we're alluding to, and that's Jesus Christ. Right. You know, it's so easy for us to stay grounded because our faith, our belief system is our hope, our hope everything stems from him stems from Jesus Christ. 
And so that's kind of what we wanted to really, really emphasize yes. today is just like what makes the biggest difference in our life when turmoil does strike, when there's opposition and there's problems and things that we don't agree with. Right. What do you do? Who do you turn to? Where do you turn? Right. Right. And so yeah. that's our understanding. It's through Jesus Christ. Yes. So that's the first conviction that I think Elijah and I really want to hold on to our entire lives is never let our faith in Jesus Christ waver. But the thing is, is like, how do you stay grounded? This is my question. Yeah. When your faith is shaken. Because, of course, it's going to be shaken. And it's not because it's not because Christ has, you know, left or abandoned you or done anything, like, wrong because he's perfect. Obviously. No, absolutely. No, you know what I'm saying? But, like, your faith will be shaken by your life experiences. And so how can you, like, how do you still remain grounded, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it also comes out to, like, the, you know, church answers right mm-hmm. pray read your scriptures all those things but you're probably looking for something even more in depth right like what then what if you're doing all those things yeah. then what what happens if you're praying to him every day and it still and he still feels uh, he still feels far away and you still feel like nothing lost. yeah nothing's going on like what then you know that's actually a very good question i think it's valid i think a lot of us you know well here's my here's my perspective in it right you know we just had the fourth of july recently yes and we listened to so many patriotic songs yes um one of the songs i can't even remember what it was but it was like i think it's like i'm already there just take a look around and he's like i'm the whisper in the wind yeah yeah yeah, i'm the shadow on the ground i don't even remember what songs like who sings it it's like I don't remember. I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. But, so, I guess I'm more in the, like, parent mode because we're <laughs> going to have twins fairly soon. I know, we're such parents now. And I think that's I think that's really what God God is to all of us, right? He's our Heavenly Father. Yeah. <clears throat> so, for a parent, and from a parent perspective, I'm not even, like, technic- well, I technically am a dad, but not, like, technically. Yeah. But... There's some things that your kids just have to learn. And like, even though you are so loyal to them and you have all the faith in them and you have all the belief in them, they still have to go fight their own battles. Mm. Right. And That's I think, a great perspective. I think coming even from a sports perspective and just our background in track, mm-hmm. like our coaches were phenomenal and they were so great to us and some, and well, not all of them, but some Most of them. Of, no, the good ones were. But they couldn't go out there and run the race for you. And they also put you through crap in yeah. workouts too. They pushed you far beyond you, like far yes. beyond the limits that you ever put on yourselves, right? And so what I really am starting to understand, especially with God and especially with Christ is Yes, our faith is on them, and it's unshakable, but they're going to allow us to be pushed and tried, and they're even going to kind of stand back and just wait and let things happen so that we can come to the understanding for ourselves of the same knowledge and experiences that they have. And we'll only be better for going through it. Yeah. So I think you just hold on tighter to them. Yeah, in all honesty. like harder. It's, and it's, I mean, I know that's kind of 
not really an answer that probably people want, but it's honestly like what else can you do though? You you tuck you in, options. you know, you like you grit your teeth and bear it. And I mean that's difficult and I'm not saying it's easy, but in all honesty, like when when is life ever easy? That's true. You know, I uh, actually I can't even remember um there was some type of preacher that was going off on this understanding about the Savior and the stuff that we go through each day. And he just basically says, you know, the Savior sacrificed everything. He bore all of our sins and he took upon himself all of our iniquities, all of our miseries. But for us to experience pain and sorrow, we just get to experience just a sliver of what yeah, he went through. That's true too. You know, and in essence, like Jesus Christ became a resurrected perfect being, mm-hmm. you know, and he allows that gift to be freely given to all of us, but we experience in some regard what he went through and of course i'm not even comparing our trials and tribulations through jesus christ no because that would be foolish but i i just think for us to truly become more and aspire for better than we ever thought we could we have to go through some type of trial some type of tribulation yeah to like become more no for sure and i think when you are working through those trials and those hard things i mean you really have two options you can either choose to trust in him or you can choose to not yeah and if your life's already hard trust me in this it will be so much harder without the savior if you choose to you know abandon that hope and that faith in him yeah yeah I mean, you really have two options in that when you are in that, when your faith is shaken, it's like, okay, am I gonna you be faithful gonna or move be forward? Faithless, right. And you know? I and I think, I think it just always is in everyone's best. <laughs> what is it? Best. I think it's just their in best your favor. Interest, yeah, you best know? interest to rely. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. To rely on him, and so how do how do Elijah and I stay grounded? Well. I don't really think we have any other option to. I don't think how, really anybody does. How could we not, you know, be because we need him? But I think, too, grounding comes, it's it's a daily thing. Yeah, it's not. It's not something that you can just turn to well, when you it's, need what's it. What's interesting, I actually heard you this quote build ages ago. And it was like, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, right? But like... The day before your doctor's appointment, if you eat 365 apples, that's probably going to make you worse off <laughs> probably. than had you eaten just one a day, right? Yes. And so that's that's what it is. You can't just all of a sudden pray for 24 hours straight to make up for the past year. No. And I think that's what that's what faith really is, though. It's It's a daily thing. It's one step at a time, one inch. You know, mm-hmm. that's how you learn. That's how you grow. That's how you progress. Yeah. And so I think too, like Elijah and I haven't really gone into depth about this situation, but I mean, like we talked about in a previous episode, we moved to a new place. We're not going to say where, but we live somewhere. And, uh, these last eight months have been 
They've been really hard. They have been really hard. And I think her faith has been shaken, you know, not for the worst. I mean, I think our faith has also been very strengthened because of this experience. 100%. Um, but I guess we're speaking from our own experience where it's like, we really have another option, you know? No, you don't. <laughs> like, your option is to, like, give up and give in and just quit or continue to be faithful and move forward. For sure. And, you know, I don't want to be a quitter. Right. And I don't think you do either. Right. So kind of transitioning into the next thing, the two things I really want to be grounded in in my life are is one, of course, the first priority is my faith in uh, the Savior and our and God but two I really want to be grounded in the belief that I have in family and its importance and the other day I was reading a book what was the seven habits of of highly highly effective people people. yeah by Stephen Covey and it's by this author yeah his name's Stephen Covey and very well known you probably know it or have heard probably But anyways, I was just like reading it and, you know, anytime I think, at least for me, anytime I'm starting a new book by some guy that I don't know, I, I'm, I'm always curious to know if he really is as success, if he, if he really abides by his principles and if he really is the success that he claims to be in his book because of what he's, you know, I feel like it's human nature to always like question you credibility. It. Yes, I always, I always question the credibility. So I like opened up the book and the first thing that was in it was a foreword written by his children. He has nine children and his wife. And in it, it was just amazing because this man kind of had it all. He was super grounded in his faith, and he was so grounded in his family that his children were able to say, my dad is exactly the guy who you think he is in right. the book. Yeah, which and is it was awesome. just so powerful to me because they also just, like you could tell that they had such a love for this man, and he was just so good to his children. And so I think... In that moment, I decided, I think success for me, one of the ways I'll measure my success as a person, it will be how my children reflect on me and my life and the way I've treated them and other people. I think that's huge for me. As if I've lived my life and my children think that I was a good mom and I treated them really well and they know I treated other people well, I think I've done it. No, I would agree Like, that's how I feel. Yeah, like... That everybody defines success differently, and for me, it's it's very much in that that sense, right? At the end of the day, when you pass away, you don't take much with you, Mm-mm. if anything. What you take is the relationships and the knowledge that you have. So, in terms of wealth, it's like how much money am I going to leave behind? All of it, because you can't take any of it, right? Right. But what? Don't get us wrong. Like, we're still ambitious and have other. You know. Oh, I want all the money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's wrong Who at all. <laughs> like, Who doesn't? Who doesn't? It's the quote that's like, money isn't everything, but it's relatively close yeah. to oxygen. For sure, for sure. Like, life is just better yes. with it. And so, I, but in, the, but in all reality, you know, we have these two babies on the way. And what I want for my life to is to be able for my wife and my children to just look at me and be like, 
my dad was not only a good man, he was a great man. Yeah. He was the best man I knew. Yeah. And yeah, of course, he was successful. He was driven. He was all those qualities. But I want them to be able to just say, like, he's somebody that I want to be like. Yes. You know? I think that's the biggest compliment. I agree. Just, I think that's the most fulfilling thing. I don't think you could ever have anything more fulfilling. Like, that's what I want. Right. It finally, like, clicked with me the other day. I'm like, oh, my goodness. That's why I'm trying so hard every day to work on myself and be a good person is because I want my, it's for my kids, you know? Well, and I don't even think it's just for them, but it's, it's It's for for everyone. It's for everyone, you know, including yourself. Like, I I want, I want to be able to look myself in the mirror and be proud of who I am. Yes. I think I just like emphasize my kids too, because like, well, you're having them. Well, that, but they're also going to be the people who are around me the most, my family. Yeah, no, and absolutely. so those people, if it's my family who thinks that I am... Highly of me. Yeah, like, that's You're a big deal. you doing a good deal. job. Like, um, going back to what they said about Stephen Covey, but they said that he was a greater man in his house than he ever was out in public. And, like, that wasn't something negative. It just no, it was, was actually something was very so positive. He was so great in public, being, but he was even he was better in private. He was so good at being private. a dad and a father. And he was still so good at helping other people. I mean, this guy trained presidents of the United States. Yeah. He trained them. And the fact that his children say... He was a phenomenal as, businessman. Yeah, as great as he was out there, he was... He was even better. Even better as my dad. And I'm like, that is so cool. Yeah, there's no better quality no. in a person. No. And I, I agree. You know, I want to be, of course, I want to be a great businessman. I want to be a successful writer and speaker and everything else that I'm aspiring for. But it's like, I want to be the world's greatest dad. I want to be the world's greatest husband. Mm -hmm. You know, because what more could you want? Those are the relationships that truly, truly are of most importance in your life. Yes. If you have the admiration of your spouse and children and your close friends, I think. You have it all. I think you've completely hit the mark and you'll be so fulfilled. I agree. And I think, too, I think it's so easy. I mean, the best way, too, to become that person is to stay grounded in the greatest person who is Jesus Christ. Yeah. What better person to put your faith and trust and belief in to help you become the person you want to be, you know? Well, and I, I would even argue, you know, whether or not you're a Christian or whether or not your belief you don't believe in christianity that's fine that's fine but just even as a historical standpoint jesus christ was incredible he lived his life to serve other people yeah and well and he lived by the principles that we're trying to express right now right like he was grounded Mm -hmm. in something much bigger than even himself you know his father. which was his father and he was i mean he was faithful he it, he had all the qualities that each person is trying to possess discipline faith humility love and so like i said we're obviously devout christians and we love jesus christ but even if you don't even if you're not a christian like just look at it from a historical standpoint and just ask yourself does christ possess the qualities that i yeah, myself I want, want to possess who, who do, do i want to be, be like and then be that person yeah. for yourself and for other people and all the people that you are going to touch and impact. A hundred percent. So I guess in summary is just we really want to emphasize the point of 
like everything around our individual lives and our marriage and what we yes. want to do as a family, we want to main sh- make sure and maintain our faith and our grant, I guess our, what do you, our stability. Yeah, our foundation. Our foundation on Christ. Christ. Yes. Yeah. And I think if we do that, yeah, I just, that is what we want to do. Absolutely. Well, you guys, thank you again for joining us. (laughs) Um, Stay tuned. We have all sorts of content coming out. So much more. And so please. So many ideas. Yeah. Join us for more. Also, we would love to hear from you. Yes. So anyways, we're checking out. Thanks, guys. Bye.